Welcome to episode eight of Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. We're almost into double digits. I know. Exciting, eh? Not yet. No. But almost. Almost. So today, episode eight, we are going to discuss something that we're actually going to be hearing a lot of people talk about in uh, about uh, just over two Two months. months, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) New Year's resolution time. People are going to start talking about... Dieting. Yes, Yes. dieting. Yeah, we should add a drum roll Mm -hmm. in there. So dieting is what we're talking about today. And uh, Andrea, you were the one who said you really wanted to talk about dieting. So why is this? Oh, I see it on your face. You're determined. You've got some points you want to get across. Why Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about dieting today? Well, a number of reasons. I I see clients and patients in my practice um, who are constantly coming to me for weight loss tips or, you know, I want to learn how to eat a little bit better. And for some reason, September for me is kind of like the new year. So it's part of, it's my first new year. Um, people go back to routine, summer summer months are over, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit more schedule. And and the whole, um, I want to get back in, into routine of eating well or eating healthfully. Um, detoxes or whatever it yeah, might yeah. be. So I, I feel like, Last month when I messaged you and said, you know, we're talking about this, I was just at a brink and I had this a patient in my office and she basically expressed to me, I just want to be normal. I want to eat like the rest of my family. Mm-hmm. And part of my role as a dietitian is not just come in, okay, what did you eat yesterday? No, 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 no. It's all about learning about your life and your lifestyle and what you've gone through in your past to get you now to this stage to ensure that we are creating a good relationship and a healthy relationship with food because diets are out there, Drew. Just like yes. just like 2,000 flavors of chips or cookies, they're out there and they're probably not going to go anywhere any anytime soon. So we have to understand them a little bit more. We have to understand this food that we are surrounded by. Um, and unfortunately, diets, you know what? I, I feel I, I feel like I maybe have five percent of the people that I see who have been on a diet and and they may be able to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's just the frustration and people getting really down on themselves because, in a nutshell, they are very restrictive. Yes, and that's so. that's what I've gathered from seeing uh, a lot of different diets all over the place, and they are all over the internet. Mm-hmm. There's people sharing things on social media. Uh, there are things that I know we're going to touch on that are uh, celebrity endorsed. Yep. Um, so those diets, they're out there. There's a lot of info. And when you go through them, another thing I've noticed, just pointing this one out, is they all contradict one another because there's one and then the next one is the complete opposite. Uh, and restrictive, that's a key word that you just, just touched on. So why do most of these diets fail? Is that the main point? Or are there any other uh, uh, things that you think are what lead people to fail when they go onto these diets? Well, there's uh, misconceptions is number one, is that... And, and restrictive. And you touched on celebrity endorsements. So celebrities endorse about 44% of diets right now. Wow, that many, eh? Mm-hmm. Or that and high. That high say. percentage. And it becomes frustrating because they have the power in media, I guess, to, to sway a person here or there. Um, but in reality, the things just don't meet with a lot of people's lifestyle. So why, do, why does weight loss or dieting fail? Well, we know most diets from what I've been exposed to and the things that most of my clients bring to me are very restrictive, which means that you're saying no to a number of foods and or food groups. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
what happens, and I think we may have touched on this before, but what happens when someone tells you you can't have something? You want it more. Yes. So in a nutshell, food often does, this is research-based, so food becomes more attractive. Um, you're becoming more aware of certain food cues so that your 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 sensations are, are triggered more easily and heightened, basically, mm-hmm. um, which makes it even more difficult for some people. Um, and then they get what, and then people give up on themselves, and they feel that they haven't been able to accomplish something. And then the whole cycle of self neglect and you know guilt comes about, and the whole circle goes around. Oh yes. Um, most oftentimes, from what I've been exposed to t- as well, um, a lot of diets are restrictive in energy or calorie intake, and your hunger actually increases. So there is actually a change in our hormone levels as well, especially the hormone leptin. And I'm not going to go all sciencey on you here today, but Thank leptin <laughs> is basically our our hormone that regulates our hunger. Um and it increases and taps into our energy stores, so the stored energy, and it starts to utilize that. And when we don't have enough stored energy, well, you know what happens? It starts to break down muscle. And our and so basically, it's a whole cycle. Um, if you're not giving yourself enough energy, your body will find a new level, basically. Um, and then you're not able to exert the same kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So it's it really does mess up with the human body in a way that is uh, can be unhealthy for some people. Um, and the biggest thing is metabolism. You know, people are still under this constant um, thought that the less I eat, the more weight I'll lose. And yes, that will work in the beginning, yes. especially if you go from a very high caloric intake to lesser and lesser. However, your energy from food feeds your metabolism. So essentially, the less you eat, the lower your metabolism um, goes. And that is your primary source of energy burn and helping with weight loss in the long term. So I'm not going to go into the you know mathematical science behind metabolism right now. But if you're not feeding your metabolism with the right energy, it's not going to work for you. So three main points that really uh, basically go against what most people assume mm-hmm. uh, happens when they go on a diet. And uh, that just kind of brings me to a couple things that uh, you've said many times. One theme we've talked about many, many, many times, it's it's the balance and having that proper balance in everything that we eat and we do. And of consuming is the big thing. Obviously, we're talking about diet. And one other thing that you've said to me, I don't think we've ever talked about this during our podcast, but you've always said, you know what, if you feel like, a, well, actually, we probably have, if you feel like a few chips, have a few chips. Because if you restrict yourself, you're going to end up eating that whole bag when you finally dig into it after a week or yeah. two. And that goes against everything we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to give kudos to my mom here who always taught us, <laughs> always, always taught us, if you want a snack, if you want some chips, if you want some cookies, never eat out of a bag. You know, that's a whole other topic we'll get to on another point. But yes, when you do want that sweet or treat, or if your body's asking you for something that you might not have had in a while, have a couple, but portion it out. Mm-hmm. And doesn't that, oh, that's just one of the hardest things you have to do, saying that your mom is right. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there a time that uh, a diet ever is appropriate? Yes, of course. So, you know, Canada's Food Guide, in in from my perspective, 
of clients gets a lot of bad rap. Mm -hmm. There are national dietary guidelines in all countries, not just Canada's food guide. There's the um, the American, the U.S. They have the pyramid or the my plate now. Um, Brazil has new dietary guidelines, and I want to tap on that. Um, Australia has guidelines. Italy has guidelines. Europe, there's there's guidelines everywhere. And these are guidelines that are set by the nation, and they have a plethora of research. Are they guidelines? Yes, they are a starting spot. They are for people that we want to try to understand where our healthy nutrition is coming from. Is there a time when diets are needed, as you just said? Yes, people with chronic kidney disease, gout, people who have celiac disease, that Canada's food guide kind of goes out the window because there is special specialty diets or dietary restrictions or certain foods that they have to have to consume because their bodies, you know, need need to be treated in a different way. So, yes. Um, and, and just a note, Brazil's dietary guidelines were changed recently and a couple years ago. And there's a number of highlights um, that are focused on on the guidelines. Instead of food guides, they kind of look at guidelines such as preparing more meals from staple and fresh foods. And one of the biggest focuses that they brought about with their uh, changing guidelines is to eat in company whenever possible. Mm -hmm. And that just really highlights the... Um, the meaning of food. You know, it's nourishment for our body, but... And I'll quote my other parent, my father, food was meant to be shared. Yes. Um, and it just makes it for a better appreciation of food, better from where it comes from, and an overall better relationship as well. So I have to give kudos to uh, our southern neighbors there. Yes, and probably uh, I would add to that, you tend to eat a little bit less when you're in good company and you're chatting and you're talking and you're not just focusing on stuffing your face. Mm -hmm. So uh, so pretty uh, interesting stuff. So those diets really are, are a health-related issue most of the time where it really is appropriate. But for all these other folks who are listening or, or thinking, I really wanted to try this diet or that diet, they're determined to lose some weight and those diets are in their heads. Yes. What do you suggest to those folks? Like, wh Where do they go? Where do they start? Please sit down with a nutrition professional. And I, again, I love it because... Um, I've had people that come into my office saying, I want to try this diet. And I have to explain to them, okay, that's it. At the end of the day, you're going to leave my office and I'm not going to be attached at your hip, mm -hmm. right? So you're going to make your own choices. However, if you do decide to go this route, A, B, C, these are maybe some nutrients that you might be missing. So be aware of that. Um, or this is what you want to look out for. So yes, so... I guess uh, andreafalcone.ca is where uh, most of my information is, um, and you can uh, you can get the podcast, you can get the blogs, you can get recipes, uh, and you can get all my contact information. Um, because at the end of the day, yes, you are in charge of your health, but there is information to be shared about everything that is out there. Yes, and the more information we gather, the better it is for us, and then we don't end up following a diet that's not going to work. <laughs> simple as that, right? It's simple. It really is. When you put it that simply, geez, why can't we all do it? As always, very interesting stuff. Next time we are back together, we'll be on the eve of double digits. Uh-oh. Number nine. Number nine. We'll be back soon. Cheers. Have a good one.